This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. What's up, San Diego? Welcome in to Gwen and Chris, Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scravey. Short show today, 4.30, with you till 4.30. Of course, Thursday Night Football follows a battle of the cats. No, not a battle nah, of the cats. You're That's a few weeks ahead of yourself. <laughs> battle of a cat and a bird. That's what I think I meant to say. Ravens, Bengals, cat takes on the canary. You know, I would argue we've had these uh, these uh, conversations before, but I would argue that the Raven could beat the Bengal. No, no shit. What coming out of the air and poking it in no. the eye? And yes, that would really do a lot of damage to the Bengal. Ravens are naturally scavengers by a raven. Yeah, I've never understood the. I know the Raven's name is with Edgar Allan Poe, but I've never understood why they think it's like a scary animal. Who said it's a scary animal? Well, the Raven is is a quite is a famous poem. Yeah, well, yeah, I it, know that, and it's, and it's a bit scary. Yeah, as, that's a, why as they do poems it. go, as far as poems go. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. anyway, there's that. Uh, yeah. Kirk Kenny will join us at the two o'clock hour. Talk Tony little... was all excited to come in. <laughs> the, the Battle of the cats. cats. I've been working on this open all day. <laughs> he's like in his car. He's see, like, yes, this is a great line. You see this what is happens? A, it's going to work beautifully. You see what happens when we have too long before the show to talk too much? Because that's exactly why I got it mixed up. We were talking about the different games and Battle of the Cats is coming up, just not today. Not today. Ravens Bengals four thirty. Um, some new. I, I don't know if it necessarily uh, connects to the Aztecs, but some new kind of information has come out about the Pac-2 after they won their injunction uh, to maintain that uh, that that name and what they're going to do. Mountain West seems to be involved. Conversations has picked up. We'll talk to Kirk Kinney about that. We also haven't talked to Kirk uh, really since um, uh, Brady Hope decided that he was going to hang it up at the end of the year. So we'll catch up with him on that. Uh, meanwhile, in, in Padre news, uh, well, at least uh, kind of follows the, the death of Peter Seidler, uh, Eric Cusenda will, will serve as the Padres point person following uh, the death of uh, Chairman Peter Seidler, yeah. uh, according to the Union Tribune. Yeah, so they're going to have two Eric's. Yeah, you know. At the top of the uh, it seems top that, of the uh, mountain there. It seems that if you're connected to the Padres and San Diego sports, you either have to be an Eric. Or an AJ. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a. We have Eric. Uh, this Eric now the new point person. We have Eric uh, Grubner, the president of the Padres, and your boss in the uh, broadcasting department is Eric another Meyer. Eric. Yeah. <laughs> right. Another Eric. So there's a lot of Eric's. Uh, a lot of Eric's going. My brother's on. name yeah. is Eric. Well, that's interesting. Uh, uh, you know what? <laughs> shout Hello, out, left shout field. Out, shout out. To, you don't need to shout him out. Shout okay. out to Matt Scraby's brother, Eric. 
I want to, speaking of Eric, I want to just thank my friend, my newfound friend, Rick. Oh, we got to talk about this. His name's not Eric, it's Rick. This is that's a close great, enough. great find here. Yes, unbelievable. If you were with us yesterday, you know that I was complaining about uh, the insurance fact Insurance is what you were complaining about. I was complaining about, about insurance. <laughs> it all started when somebody hit my parked car the other night and did not leave a note and uh, left a nice scratch on my passenger side door and, and, and a couple of little dents. And so, yes, I did call insurance, and they said, oh, yes, we'd be more than happy to take care of that, but uh, your rates very likely will go up the next time you uh, sign up for our services. So uh, that that uh, did not please me. I went to the uh, auto body shop, and they gave me about a, what was it, a $1,200 bid yes, to do. fix everything and uh, you know smooth everything out but I will I, I, I want to thank the auto body shop because I I actually brought it up I said is there any way that maybe I can just kind of buffer this up yeah, and do this and, a little and polish it a little bit is there instead of doing the whole makeover and uh, he gave me the name of a guy named Rick and Rick does not advertise Rick does not uh, hang his shingle out or you know <laughs> anything like that he just uh Goes around in his truck and and uh, he's a former you know auto body shop guy himself and uh, he uh, he came out looked at the car and he said yeah I can fix this for a couple hundred bucks I yeah. said what yeah and uh, I said all right how do I uh, make an appointment you know I figured next week card be gone for a day or two he goes no let's just do it right now <laughs> just I go, what <laughs> I mean what now he goes yeah just leave me you know I'll just just leave it right here in the driveway and. Uh, Take me about 45 minutes. Done and done. Man. Done and done. You saved so, about $1,000. Saved right about $1,000. Although I guess you could go back to Monday. I lost 200 Yeah, you get yeah. <laughs> uh, Because uh, I wouldn't have had to use his services. But I want to just thank Rick. And uh, I told him that I, I, I can't, I, I don't believe we, we have this thing called, uh, what is the pay Plugola. for? Payola, yeah, payola. You're not really. You have to sign Can't something trade that says off. Yeah. you're not going to. And I didn't. I paid him the full amount, right. so I'm not getting. He's not getting any extra special attention. But I can't necessarily advertise him for you on the radio. But I told you or told him that I would. You know, if somebody wants a tweet, Scraby or something, don't bother me. But bother Scraby <laughs> and say I need a little. Scrape. I need a. Little, it's got to be a pretty small dent. He's not going to fix like your car if it's mashed in. <laughs> right. But if it, you got a couple of small dents and uh, some scratches, man, this guy was amazing. I mean, it was fabulous. So I'd be happy to pass out his number to people. That's a good find, right? It there, was a man. great find. I uh, mean, uh, this was great. So thank you, Rick. And you know, the, I asked. I tried to chat Rick up a little bit, and he's from Minnesota, Minneapolis guy. So I, oh, are you a Viking fan? He goes, I hate sports. <laughs> had, well, that put an end to that conversation in a hurry. He had nothing for you, but huh? you know what? It was wonderful because he didn't know who I am. That means he didn't pin me to a you know into a corner and ask me a whole bunch of sports questions. So Rick I, was fantastic I, I, in every way. My guess is that after finding out that you only needed to spend two hundred bucks. And he could do it at your house. You've been happy to answer all special yes, questions. Yes, I would have stood, stood there the whole time if he wanted to <laughs> chat about anything. But uh, no, it was, yes, it made my day. There's no question about it. So I, I really appreciated that. Let's bounce around to some of the bigger stories going on today. Uh, UM's Jim 
It's Jim. Yeah, all right. Jim Harbaugh. I always get Jim and John uh, mixed up. John's for, John's the John's, calm one. John's Jim. coaching tonight. He's, yes. he's coaching what I thought was a cat today, but it's yeah. actually a Oh, bird. by the way, the chat is like all about this <laughs> Raven beating a Bengals, so thank you, chat. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. What are, is it going your way? Uh, yes. Well, someone said that they were very, uh, they were like, this is how it's going to start. Raven taking on a bangle chat. And I said, yeah, this is how the show starts, man. Uh, you get it. You get any and all things on Gwen and Chris. But, yes. uh, Jim Harbaugh today accepted the ban. It sounds like the Big Ten and the University of Michigan have come to some type of agreement. Uh, the agreement, I think, really, uh, surround, or is, is really around the fact that the NCAA and the Big Ten, or I think the Big Ten, excuse me, will close their investigation. There will be no uh, hearing coming up tomorrow as it was scheduled. And uh, Jim Harbaugh will serve his three-game suspension. It tells me that Jim Harbaugh is just happy to get this over with and uh... – and hopefully there will be, you know, as far as he's concerned, I don't think he just want. I don't think he wants any more investigation. He you doesn't think, want any, them to uncover any more stuff. I don't want him pulling on the thread and it just changing into turning into everything. I think he's happy with just accepting this and trying to make it sound like he's not admitting any guilt, but he is accepting a three game suspension, which to me is a bit of an admission of guilt of some kind. I. You know, I, I I know Scraby was trying to give me the uh, the what was the term you gave us? Scraby, it's an the Alfred law. plea, Alfred plea, plea. Yeah, whatever that is. So it's it's where you yourself are maintaining your innocence, but you acknowledge that the uh, state Cir- or whatever, circumstantial the evidence circumstantial evidence will convict you. They have enough to say yes, you did this, but you're saying I actually didn't do it. It's a weird thing. I have never been in this type of a situation, you know, where I've been uh, blamed for a crime that I did not commit. But it just seems to me that if you were really on the hook, you know, like six, seven years in jail for something that you absolutely did not do, and somebody came up and said, well, we can, if you just admit to it, we can get you down to a year, it just seems to me my, my response to that would be, no! Yeah, there's but, no way. Am I taking a year in jail? You know, that's coming, what about that's what coming. about the seven when they convict you? Have well, you have you been in jail before? I, I I've been in jail. Yes, <laughs> for 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 a night. Yes, well, for a night. Chris, I'm assuming you haven't. I have for a night. You have for a, a night. couple of times. Well, maybe yeah. have you? You guys can speak. I know. I've never, I've never been. I'm in telling a jail. you, a year would be an awful long <laughs> okay. time. Well, so seven, seven in years though. would be even worse. I understand that, but I mean, I would be kicking and screaming and yelling from the top of a mountain to I anybody didn't. who would listen and say, "I don't care what the evidence might show. This just, I did not do this. There's no way I'm gonna, you know, accept I think there are certain, a plea agreement. I think there are certain things that. You have to stand on, and you gotta you gotta do go the route that you're talking, which is like I under no circumstances am I admitting it. Yeah, but this isn't one of them. If this if the if it is, you picked some signs, or you 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 went too far in stealing signs. Right. I think just I, take your three. I think suspension? you take your three because ultimately, what you don't want is for this to be a thing where your university now. May not be, you know, worst worst case scenario. They don't allow you to play in a Nash in a playoff game, which your right. t- your That's team. True. He could come back and coach a playoff game right. if they get that far. I the thing to me is, I mean, now this is already this is two ex, two suspensions this Same year. year. Yes, right. That Jim Harbaugh has begrudgingly accepted. 
You know, I mean, he basically didn't admit to any wrongdoing on the recruiting, but went ahead and accepted a suspension there for, what, the first four games? And now he didn't do anything wrong here, didn't know anything that was going on, and he's accepting a suspension for three games. So Michigan has played, when it's all over, 12 games. Jim Harbaugh will have been suspended for seven of those. I mean, that's that's not a good look. Not a good look at all. You would have to think that... There, because of these infractions, University of Michigan is going to be watched pretty tightly moving forward. Well, they ought to be watching Jim Harbaugh more closely, <laughs> it seems to me. I, I mean, this is this is embarrassing your university. Sorry, but uh, it is. I honestly don't think, and I know the chat is against me. I know you guys are against me. I know people listening are against me. But I don't necessarily think by him saying him accepting this. I don't. I'm not against you on okay. that. Okay. I, I don't necessarily think it that, might be the quickest way to resolution. And so because this yes, has been going the quickest on for way months, is for people to stop talking about it and to stop digging because I think he's concerned what they'll come up with if they keep digging and they keep doing uh, investigations and meetings and more you know pouring over more documents. But so maybe he, he just, just wants to do it so that his team can move forward. Here's the thing, though: how much more investigating can they do? They've, they've done they've a been, lot of investigating. Been, it's not like they just started yesterday or the day before. They've been. They've talked. They- but would he have accepted? Would he have accepted a three-game suspension if they just didn't have anything on him at all? Well, no. Then totally the police not clear. there. Yeah. Well, yeah. all right. So he obviously in- feels like they've either got something or they're about to well, get the something. university may have something, but they can't prove that he. It's knew not it. the university. A. It's the Big Ten. Oh, okay. Yes. But, Big Ten. But, but <laughs> just saying. The other part is you also have to look at it from the other side. If the Big Ten is willing to offer this quote-unquote plea deal, they clearly know there's holes in that their, they're, in their, their investigation as well, yeah. right? Point, right. Otherwise, it. It's a very good point, Tony, but it doesn't change my feeling. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh should be fired from the University of Michigan, as should any coach in major college football or major college sports that is in a situation where they have to accept a suspension twice in the same year. That tells me you didn't learn the first time. You were doing something wrong. You admitted to it. You took a suspension. Then you probably did something wrong again in the wake of that suspension. That, to me, is enough to move on from this guy. I also was talking to a friend, and we we stumbled across this, but Northwestern, before the year, got in trouble for hazing. Right. More people care about this sign stealing than they do about hazing. I don't think Why? that's true. It's a witch hunt with the sign hazing. I don't think it's true. At all. I don't think it's true at all. We had a hazing incident here in San and Diego. We're, we're not you really and talking sp- about it. And you and I, you and I have talked uh, at length well, about it. We, we only can talk about, about that one out here so much because there's so only so much information. USD kind of holds the cards. Yes, there. they 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 kept everything under wraps. So they uh, their athletic director did have to step down, although he said he retired. You know, haha. <laughs> You know, so <laughs> this is the thing to do now, <laughs> right? Um, I, you know, I, I don't think the hazing thing was uh, slid by. You know, the Northwestern coach lost his job. He's 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 not still there. Okay. After that incident, okay. All right. so I feel like in the court of public opinion, this is this is more of a hot topic. I just think than it's, I just think you're just in it right now because when Maybe. when the Northwestern thing happened, no, it was right. it was a huge deal. Like we talked about it, and we talked about it at length. Um, this one, to me, this doesn't even rise. I don't know that it rises to the same level. I think to Chris's point, though, which which I think has got his his ire up, is the fact that this is the second time. Like you had the recruiting issue to begin the season, right? Now you're having the sign stealing issue that 
you know, whether it's a big deal or not, clearly the Big Ten thinks it's a big deal, and the NCAA, they both have invested. Here's the thing, the NCAA investigation still goes, and it also shows you how little people fear the NCAA. He's like, that's all right, I'll take this plea deal. Whatever happens with NCAA, it's probably not coming for another couple years anyway, so... By that time, I may even have a new job. Who knows? Yeah. But under the under the under the Harbaugh situation, I mean, the recruiting incident was the old where there's smoke, there's fire. Well, now with another incident piled on top of it, it's where there's fire, there's, there's fire, because <laughs> he's beyond smoke now. I yeah. mean, I I don't know how long Harbaugh can stick this out, but maybe he can well, get as long through a as he's going what ten and one every year. Carry him off the field at the end of the <laughs> national championship right now, game. I'm not going to feel too good about that. Yeah, he's undefeated. That's He's undefeated. Crazy. I mean, college football's headed for a crazy finish this year it because is. you've got five major undefeated teams and room for only four of them in the playoff. They, the, the committee... Guess who's going to get left out, Washington? <laughs> Sorry. Pac-12. Sorry, soon to be. Yeah. Where are they going? Big East? Big Ten? They're going Big Ten? Uh, I think Who they're knows? going to the Big Ten. Big Ten. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember honestly, but yes, yeah. Washington needs to be in the Big Ten. Well, they're not going to be uh, going. They're not going to be in the playoff I, no. either. If every if all five teams go undefeated, yeah, they're well, they can't the... all go undefeated because Ohio State will play Michigan. But I'm telling you right now, you think a one you think a one loss whoever, whoever loses is that get game, that. I still think will stay ahead of Washington. Yep. I would not be shocked at all. You're probably right. I have a fantastic question for Chris. When we get back. Can't wait. More Gwen and Chris on the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nice. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. All right, welcome back to Gwen and Chris. 2.23 is the time. Just underway for a short Thursday get-together. We'll be on until 4.30, then the Battle of the Cats. 
<laughs> My friend Tony Gwynn Jr. told me that. The Bengals and the Ravens tonight. Battling it out. Battling it out. The Battle of the Cats, baby. In Baltimore tonight. Should be a good Thursday night I was thinking, game. what, next Thursday is Bengals and Jaguars? Yeah, it's coming no, up. It's coming up. It's coming that, up. December 4th, Monday night. Football. Oh, that's yeah, like see, three we weeks go. off. You're way ahead of yourself there. Sorry, I just kind of uh, combined all, already all of to, our conversations. I already had one taker on Rick, the uh, ding <laughs> expert uh, for, who fixed my car today. Adam Klug <laughs> came racing in. So, uh, again, it was a brilliant, brilliant day for me to get the car taken care of. Um, I have a question for you. Oh, yes, quick. you had a question for me about so, Harbaugh, yes, I believe. It came, it came through the chat. Okay. And it was a fantastic question because you're sitting here saying that he needs to be fired. Right. So in a perfect world, Jim Harbaugh is being offered the job as the San Diego State head coach. Okay. Are you going to endorse him for the job? Am I going to endorse Jim Harbaugh? Are you going to be excited for Jim Harbaugh to be the head you're coach You're basically of the team? asking me, am I going to make a deal with the devil to try to get the Aztecs turned around? Yes. Um, I am likely going to say yes, <laughs> but uh, because I'm not proud. I'm really not. I mean, look, I mean, I, I'm critical of athletes who uh, beat up women, I, and uh, most of us are. I mean, I'm not alone there, and, and get uh, into difficulty in those areas. But I root for Tyreek Hill every mm. Sunday. All right. You know, I mean, that's just that kind of what we got to do. You got to root for your team. Even under difficult circumstances, but I, I remember a similar situation. If, you, if Harbaugh were to come, you know, be, uh, uh, you know, leave Michigan or get fired and be a candidate out back out here in San Diego, but I remember when Tarkanian left UNLV under all of the cloud of all of the things that he supposedly did or didn't do, and all of the, you know, the illegalities surrounding that UNLV basketball program. And I remember Fresno State's basketball program was down in the dumps, and they made a deal. And I remember San Diego State was in the same situation as Fresno State, and we were sitting there on the radio going, maybe the Aztecs ought to just go for Tarkanian. You know, I mean, he'll get them turned around. But the Aztecs just, uh, they didn't go for it. And Fresno State did. And I remember Fresno State for like a year got to the NCAA tournament. and it's a couple of years. Maybe a couple of years. Yeah. They kind of got on the national scene. But then... It just didn't turn out really to be worth it for Fresno State. Tarkanian kind of got himself into trouble at Fresno and ended up going off in another direction. And, you know, Fresno State really never got it together. So, they had some hoopers on those Fresno teams. Too. Oh, well, they, Tarkanian could recruit yeah, no basketball players. He was giving away cars. They had and, the one guard that uh, had the, the real uh, drug abuse issue. He played for the Celtics for a little bit. Mm. White, the white kid. Oh, oh, that's right. He could hoop. Oh, Can't man. remember his name. Santalante West. No, they, I, they, had, they, had a 30 kinda, for, they had a 30 for 30 on they him. They did. They had a really good 30 for 30 on him. Uh, Harris or something like that. But I, now, I know what you're now saying. Now I have to go find it. So <laughs> Yeah, try to look continue. it up. But I, I think it's like if you make a deal with the devil it's probably not worth it in the long run but in the short run it would be wonderful and it could probably be a quick fix here in san diego so you know i always root for my team so if they if the aztecs decided they were going to jump in bed with harbaugh you know i'd root for harbaugh but that's probably the only way i'm going to root for harbaugh thanks I for being honest would root for harbaugh i, I would, would too i would too there's a lot of rumors that he's going to be a uh the bears head coach mm -hmm. 
Also, there's some rumors that he would be the Chargers head coach because they want to make a splash, but they can't ever fire their own guy. So I don't know if this was a rumor, but I did see a picture of it. Bill Belichick as a Charger. I have been reading more and more that Bill Belichick's going to step down at the end of the year and he's going to take a job somewhere else and start over and try to build another team. Really? Try to build up another team? Yeah. Really? What is he now? Shout out. He's in his 70s. Shout out to Ben Higgins. He just hooked it up. Uh, Chris Heron was his name. Ah, That's right. Point guard. Thank you, Ben Higgins. Thank you, Ben. Chris Heron, yeah. Point guard at Fresno State. Had all kinds of issues. And it was a very interesting 30 for 30 subject. But when you talk about Belichick coaching the Chargers, I guess anything's possible, especially today, because according to Tony Gwynn Jr., Snoop Dogg has oh, announced yes. that he's giving up smoking. Yeah. It's a very, very So tough if Snoop subject. Dogg can give up smoking, and we know what we're talking about, not cigarettes there. <laughs> no, If Snoop no Dogg can give up smoking, then Belichick... Oh, <laughs> How do you have that handy? It's, it's just sitting is there. That, it, was that wait, wait? Was that a sounder, or did you just pull no, your bong no, out? No, 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 I did not. No, 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 no. That's definitely a sounder. <laughs> now, how we got that sound effect, I don't know. I don't know where you got that from? Yeah, I don't know if that's real. I'm still questioning it. By the way, oh, the, whole the Snoop, Snoop Dogg, Dogg thing. thing. Yeah, I think you're questioning whether that was like a real a, post. There's like um, I, I also saw Sarah Spain, who works used to work for ESPN. She has one similar, but it's about cheese, about quitting. Quitting eating, cheese? Quitting cheese and respecting her privacy. Yeah, we also have to respect Snoop's privacy. Yeah, he's, uh, he was very serious post. about it. So I, yeah. I, I, I'm going to wait and see on that. Yeah. You probably won't have to wait too long. <laughs> Snoop will show up somewhere with his eyes glazed. Has anybody ever seen Snoop Dogg without his eyes glazed? I don't think that's even Well, he a wears sunglasses quite most often. Most of the time. So. Yeah, most of the time he's doing that. All yeah. right, uh, we're headed towards uh, Thursday night football. We do have our regular stuff, the uh, Daily Gambit. Chris versus the fans. Uh, we'll finish up the show with our Thursday uh, regular segment, Gwen and Chris NFL Pick'em. But when we come back, it's been a busy week at the uh, on the Mesa. Uh, Brady Hoke has announced he will retire at the end of this season. Uh, we've got news with uh, Oregon State and Washington State apparently winning a court case to where they can control what happens with the Pac-12 and rumors that uh, they do want to include teams from the Mountain West. So uh, we'll see what Kirk Kenny knows about all of that when we continue on uh, YouTube and on uh, 97.3 The Fan. It's better After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
236, Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, Gwynn and Chris. The Oakland Athletics are officially headed to Las Vegas. Oh. Yeah, exactly. You know what? That's deserving of that sounder, <laughs> yeah. honestly. Yeah. I mean, similar, it's a crazy sounder, feels. but yeah, it's about how it feels. Yeah, no, uh, it was approved unanimously by the owners. I'm surprised. To, yeah, no one, no one. Unanimous, right? Yeah. Somebody didn't say, you know what? This just isn't right. Yeah. No. I mean, is it just too much money in the owners' pockets for them to well, they get a, veto it? I think they get some type of fee some to move, fee, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Apparently, the mayor's uh, letter to Dick Monfort did not change any minds. No, it did the not. The Oakland mayor sent out the letter now, begging listen, everybody. It's a fish. Now, their stadium won't be built for, for quite some time. I think it's 2026. It's not being started until right. then? Well, no, it won't be finished till then. So they'll have to play games. Their, their uh, lease in the Coliseum is up after this next season, 2024. They'll have to play 2025 in uh, the AAA park. In Vegas? In Vegas. Are they playing 2024 in Oakland? They are playing 2024 okay, in Oakland. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. What, the crowds can't get any less. I, I know. <laughs> Can you actually have a game with no one no in fans. the audience? That would be crazy. Yeah, if a tree falls outside in of, the forest. Outside of COVID. Yeah. So, actually, the the it won't be. It's from 2025 to 2027. They have to find a place to play. Those, 20, 20, those three seasons after 2024... They don't have a home. Their stadium will not be finished at that point. 2028 is when it's scheduled to be done. 2028? Yes. That's seven years from Who's now. Who's working on this? The people that are building our airport up here in San Diego? <laughs> don't get Chris started about the airport. God. <laughs> yes, welcome to our airport. We will have it all fixed for you. Before you die, <laughs> maybe no. They're just going to continue construction forever. Yeah, it's just in per, per, in pepper whatever perpetuity. perpetuity. That's what I meant. Yeah, <laughs> I won't try that phrase again. <laughs> but in in all honesty, I talked to a friend this morning who's an A's fan, and he knew it was coming. But they were just hoping some miracle would come down. And it didn't. According to the to the, I think it's the new mayor in Oakland. He says they have the funds for a new stadium. They have the means to build one. It's just John Fisher. John wants to go doesn't to Vegas. seem to want to be there anymore. He doesn't want to. And be So there. Um, yeah, uh, as as I said, it's not really clear after the twenty twenty four season, which the Coliseum will be their home, where they're going to play at. The possibilities include uh, the Triple A Stadium in Sacramento. Uh, others uh, people briefed on the conversation said, but. That matter wasn't decided Thursday, nor is a decision said to be close. Now, they don't have to have a decision soon, but... They could go play their games at uh, on the campus of UNLV. I think it holds about 500 people. That's a normal A's crowd. Or you can start getting used to the Vegas fan base at yeah. that point. They yeah, give them a little let, taste. Yeah, get the, the first 500 fans can come in and watch the game. Uh, all right, let's get to the phone lines. Kirk Kenny talking a little Aztec football. Kirk, how are you, my man? I'm doing well, guys. I'm over in this place called Poway getting some new tires for my car. So you know, Poway? I've heard of it. They, those folks will treat you right down there, so you, you're in good hands. <laughs> Just mention Tony's name. They'll probably slash you the price. <laughs> I don't know if you get a slash price, but you certainly get some good service. Hey, Kirk, we haven't been able to talk to you since uh, Hoke's decision to retire at the end of the season. Um, I mean, we know where they go now, but... Where do they go after the season? How? What does this search look like? Is this going to be different than what we've seen in the past? 
Well, I think it'll be different in that uh, they won't be in-house like they were the last two times uh, when they got Rocky, who was on Brady's staff, and then Brady, who was on Rocky's staff. So I think they'll look a little more far afield. Um, they said they're going to do a national search, and we'll see where it goes. One thing, it's got to be fairly rapid because they want to get a new coach in place before the portal opens December 4th and before the uh, mm. early recruiting time, December 20th through 22nd. Kirk, uh, Brady Hoke announced his retirement, uh, but there's a lot of us who look at that and wonder, did he really retire 100% on his own? I don't know that we 100% know either way, but is it very possible that this was a mutual understanding that was reached between the school and Brady Hoke, or was this something where he came in and surprised everybody? Uh, I think it was more mutual than, than that he wanted to go right at this time. Um, he had three more years on his contract, and, and yeah. uh, from all that I have uh, discovered, I think uh, it was more encouraged than uh, volunteered. Kirk, uh, you, you talked about out, getting outside of, of the university or outside of the staff that is currently there. Are, are, you, are there any names surfacing yet that the Aztecs may be interested in? Uh, there have been several names thrown about that, you know, you'll see. It's, I think it's more of a wish list that for fans and others, you know, other media types that like to, you know, everybody wants to come out with all these lists right off the bat. Um, one I've heard is uh, Tony White, Nebraska defensive coordinator, who has experience with the Aztecs uh, for several years before he went to uh, Arizona State, then Syracuse, and now Nebraska. Um, and he's a guy that I think is very well respected. A couple of coordinators from the Pac-12, but, uh, you know, it remains to be seen what tracks those guys are on. I think they might be on a track where they stay with Power 5 schools in some fashion. So uh, it's still early in the process, and I think they're, they're, there's a lot to come. So we'll just kind of see where, what direction it goes. Kirk Henney's with us, uh, weekly visit, uh, talking a little Aztec football here. The Aztecs play San Jose State Saturday night. Brady Hoke will continue to be the coach uh, on the sidelines for the final two games as the Aztecs search for a new uh, head coach. And you know, every time you make a hire, people, well, this is really important. No kidding. It's really important to get the right guy. I mean, that's not really a surprise to anybody. I just think... Kirk, I mean, based on the, the buzz surrounding Aztec football, which is not the kind of buzz level I think they would like, don't they need to try to find somebody that can open some eyes? I mean, or, or, or do they, or do they concern themselves that if they find somebody that opens some eyes, that that person may not be around for the long term? It just seems like they need to create a little buzz with this hire. Do you agree kind of like with that? Next year, we're get, next year we're going to hear it's the the most important election of our time. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the most important hire of our time. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I think it's a lot more. Everybody wants, to, of course, the offense has been down for several years, so everybody's focused on it's got to be an offensive mind. This and that. Yeah. And this. You know what? I'm more thinking who's the best fit, who's the best man for the job. Because let's say you get a guy who has more of a defensive background. Well, he can still bring in a really good offensive coordinator, right? And to me, that's the more important thing. And like you said, you know what? If they get a guy that comes in and really knocks the socks off everybody, you're right. Somebody's going to try and poach him. So I think they find somebody who's the right fit and might be more inclined to stick around. But, um, again, I think it doesn't have to be necessarily a guy on the offensive side of the ball. And J.D. Wicker even said that. He's not married to either side. It's just looking for the best guy. 
Kirk, what, what's what's the vibe been around practice this week? I mean, obviously the news comes down Monday. Um, what has it been like uh, around the facility? Uh, it looked Monday and Tuesday were, were open to the media, so I was there. Um, and it looked very much like it does uh, any other day or week. Um, behind the scenes a little bit, I think the coaching staff is probably a little more uh, – shocked than the players because a lot of the players will still be back next year whereas the coaches have to wonder what their future holds right. so i think that's maybe the biggest the biggest sense around there kirk kenny is with us uh does somebody that takes this job along with being a really good football coach kirk need to be a bit of a good salesman too i mean steve fisher came to campus and i mean maybe it was a little different the Essex basketball program was really really awful when he got there. But, I mean, he walked around campus and gave tickets away. Uh, Brian Dutcher did the same. Um, They need to sell more tickets at Snapdragon Stadium. And it just seems like somebody who ever comes here, they can say, you know, we want to win games and that will bring people in the seats. But I don't know that that's going to be enough right now. I worry about that. What you're saying is if he can, like, juggle or sing, then you'll be uh, – <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I, I need a circus performer. <laughs> I, I think personality is always good, but I think, you know, for a lot of fans it's going to be results on the field. And, and you know what's going to be the biggest thing that solves everything? If they start scoring more and, and being more exciting with their offense. Yeah. Um, but I think that's what's going to tell the tale right there. Kirk, let's talk a little bit about this report today that uh, although it's changed within the last like 45 minutes, the, there was a, 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 a ruling handed down that gave Oregon State and Washington State basically the rights to, to control the Pac-12. And then within the last, I think, about hour, an injunction was put in that puts that on hold. But before that seemed to be uh, some communication lines between the Pac-2 and the Mountain West. What what are you hearing on that front? How, what what is that all about? Yeah, I'm digging into that right now, and and, and going to have to digest what's going on today as well. But uh, I think what what they've been working on behind the scenes is some kind of an alliance that'll help kind of bridge wherever Oregon State and Washington State are headed uh, two years from now, because especially for football, they need to find games, and so this would help them get games with some Mountain West teams and build their schedules for the next two years. Mm-hmm. So and then probably some of the other sports as well, but that's to be determined as well. Um, but that's the biggest thing is finding games for football. And then it's, you know, as the world turns, right, with these, you get a, a good uh, decision and then there's another one coming down and I'm sure things will get appealed. So we'll just have to see where it all heads. But at this point, I think the Mountain West will benefit from all this because they're going to have a closer relationship with those two schools. And, and I, I think it can't help but, but help the Mountain West schools. Playing San Jose State this weekend, uh, they've won what four in a row, five in a row. Um, looking four in a row. at four in a row, I'm looking at the rest of the conference. UNLV is tied for first place. Uh, Air Force has stumbled a little, lost a couple of games. Fresno State's having a good year. It's it's been a change in the Mountain West Conference this year. It's been kind of a crazy season of upheaval. I mean, normally it's the Aztecs and Boise State, and mm-hmm. you know everybody else kind of fights for scraps, but. Uh, where did UNLV come from? Where did San Jose State come from? Yeah, in fact, it's interesting. This weekend, uh, Air Force plays UNLV, so the winner of that's in the driver's seat to win the regular season. Yeah. And then, uh, but also, then that means only one team has one loss, and so all these two-loss teams will be fighting for the other championship playoff berth. 
uh, San Jose State, if they win the next two, is right there. Their one drawback is that their first two games, they lost to Air Force and Boise State. So Boise State holds a tiebreaker over San Jose State, but San Jose State holds a tiebreaker over Fresno State. And San Jose State's last game is against UNLV, so they can get a tiebreaker there. So still only two weeks left, but still a lot of uh, things that could happen. It's unfortunate the Aztecs aren't a part of it this year. But uh, one last thing, uh, Kirk, what do you think happened, if anything, with Brady Hoke that, you know, that turned the uh, turned the needle down a little bit? I mean, uh, the, the, there's been nothing but a successful run for, you know, 14 years between Brady Hoke and, and, and Rocky Long. I mean, was there anything that just didn't work? I mean, did – or is it just a bad season and Brady Hoke's paying the price for it? I think if he stuck around for a couple more years, we'd maybe get a better answer to that. But for right now, one thing I could say is the last four years since he returned, you start with COVID. So there's a couple of years. Yeah. They have a 12-win season. But at the same time, on the horizon and now here is all the NIL stuff. And so I think that's impacted recruiting. And who's to say how the recruiting picture is going to look in the next couple of years? So I, I think there were a lot of things beyond his control that uh, prevented him from having more success um, and and making it look like the program still headed in the right direction. And then you combine that with the stadium opening and what we talked about about the offense. And I think you know the powers that be decided maybe they need a breath of fresh air. Yeah, sounds like a, a bad storm kind of all came at once there for for Coach Hoke. Uh, Kirk, as always, man. Uh, coming on and, and chatting with us. Thanks, Kirk. Oh, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Kirk Kenny's. We know you did. He sounded like he enjoyed it, didn't he? <laughs> right. <laughs> he was ecstatic. I didn't know if he was sick or what not, but he was Kirk. He was a very low energy. Very today. reserved well, I today. I think he's in Kirk the entire Kenny. waiting room. And so, you know. Oh, he's, he might be. No, I think oh, he was standing right. outside. He's in, because he's in Poway. He's, he's trying to be Poway. respectful to the citizens of Poway. All right, Kirk, you get a pass very this nice time, of buddy. You. you get a ta- pass. You know, Brady Hoke's going to go out the door, and uh, as we've said a couple of times here in the last few weeks, Tony, I mean, a lot of people are going to, you know, open the door for him and push him out and be happy that he's leaving and think that, you know, everything's going to be wonderful at San Diego State in his absence. And, you know, I just I, I got to know him very well because I was uh, doing the broadcasting and I was doing the pre and post game show. I was doing his coach's show when he first came to campus, and uh, you know he just was nothing but terrific to me. Uh, so I, I'm going to be terrific to him. I, I I think that we owe him a debt of gratitude in San Diego more than anything else. And you know, if it wasn't for him, who knows if the Aztecs ever would have gotten this thing turned around. And going yeah. to a bowl for as many straight years and all the great seasons that they had with him and Rocky Long. Uh, it's been a pleasure to watch San Diego State football for a decade and a half, and I think Brady Hoke has a lot to do with it. So I think a lot of people are going to forget that on his way out the door, but I'm not. Yeah, no, you shouldn't. I mean, if if you've been uh, connected to this university as long as we have, I don't think you will forget uh, with yeah. the contributions Brady Hoke has had to um, – to the to the Aztecs in, in this in this university, um, we need to get back into that Oakland thing. I don't know if we have enough time, but um, there's a lot of 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 pieces that are still need to fall into place. For I know they were this unanimous approval came from the owners. That's just the Major League Baseball side. But as you would expect, when there's public funding involved, there's going to be a political pushback. And just going through this athletic article that kind of highlight some of it there's some there's some pieces that still need to fall into place for Oakland in las vegas yeah in, oh. in order for las vegas 
to become the uh, to become the A's new home. Huh. I remember last year when I was there for the Mountain West Conference tournament, talking to some of the columnists and. A lot of them were like really excited that the A's were coming, and a lot of them were not all excited that the A's were coming because they didn't want to deal with this owner. And they didn't want to. They were hoping that you know they would just assume rather have a you know a, a new franchise come to Las Vegas and start kind of clean. I don't know that you know Las Vegas is going to be ready for. Is his name John Fisher? Yeah, I mean, this guy's a piece of work. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, he's not going to just change overnight. And be a tremendous guy, and no, I think that's it all he, of a sudden starts spending, you know, multi millions of dollars on contract. This guy hasn't, you know, picked up a free agent in the last decade. Here, here's the other issue, right? Las, according to the Athletic Card, Las Vegas would be baseball's smallest media market. Okay. Prior to the owners' meeting, MLB put together a report reviewing the economics around the move, and a person briefed on the report, who was not authorized to speak publicly this week, called the viability of Las Vegas iffy, in large part because success for the A's would be highly dependent on tourists visiting. And this has been, Jesse Agler was the one that originally brought this point up when I was, um, you know, kind of excited to see what it would look like. But unlike football, it, it works differently, right? You play one game a week in football, you can plan a trip on the weekend to go to Vegas and like make it a weekend. It's going to be much harder to do that in baseball. For baseball. There's, it's 80 you're playing 81 games at home. It's you know, you've got a whole bunch of weekdays in there. Just think about what and Peckle Park is one of the the, the higher attended attended places to go watch a baseball game. But it, it's a significantly different Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday than it is Friday, Saturday, Sunday and they still draw like I don't know 35, 36 on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday here. That stadium that they're building in Oakland is going to be about 33,000 seats on a Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. There's not going to be any tourists there coming there in the week uh, for the most part. Um, and so what kind of viability does it have? This is an owner who already is crying poor in Oakland. That's what I mean. I mean, he's going to put a lousy product out there. I mean, uh... is he? Yeah, because he's going to have to spend in order to. And you, the revenue we just went over it. The smallest it will be the smallest market. Yeah. in all of baseball. Right on the stream, we have someone that said they'll go to the Padres to see the Padres in Las Vegas. I think that would be fun to drive out there. Yes. Also, but, but they also fun, point but out that's what you're dependent on. Is, is but, but how many years are the Padres? The Padres are going to play in Oakland every two years. Well, now they play every well, year. Don't forget. No, they there, don't. There's going to be. A, they don't. There's going to be a realignment. When these teams come ah. in, and so that division may not have anything to do with the Padres. But right now, the uh, Padres are in the National League. A's are in the American League. So you only play American League teams once a year, but one and it's a, every other every year. other year that you play in that team's park. So the Padres will go to Oakland Scraper, or Las confused. Vegas every two years. Dodgers will go to Las Vegas every two years. Scraby I see struggling Scraby with Scraby this. No, confused. no, I get it now. I get no, it now. You know, like, there was a mental block Padres there. went to Yankees yeah, this year. Yeah, because I was like, I could have sworn yeah, they play that they're everybody. all playing each other. And then, yes, now it makes sense. All right, now let's get to sense. break. But the weather in summer, Whew. I know it's going to be indoors. It better be but indoors. But still, like, Whew. I swear. No, I ain't going to say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is it? All right. Daily Gambit. Tony's still not saying anything. We'll have uh, an update on the Daily Gambit when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 